the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock. Or, I'm sorry, 10 o'clock. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. I'm looking at two different clocks at the same time. And we're going to be here for the next two hours talking about car, car repair problems, car repair questions. What should I do about this? What do you think about that? This is what my brother told me to do. This is what my garage said to do. So <clears throat> I have... Um, Lots of years of experience, 40 years of experience in the car repair industry. And I'm an ASE master technician, and I own my own shop. And this isn't about my shop. This is about you and your car issues. So I can give you the very best advice I can give you, and I can always defend the advice as well. That's where it really kind of rubs, where the rubber meets the road is, is is whose benefit are we talking about when we start talking about many of the suggested processes and fluid flushes that you're being offered as you go in and out of your own car repair shop. And that's what it's kind of all about. So 602-508-0960 is the phone number, 602-508-0960. And we've got a caller already, so we're going to take Mark because he was first to jump on the gun. And Mark, how can I help you today? Good morning, Mark. Thank you for taking my phone call. I'm up in Prescott with a church uh, retreat of a bunch of young adults. And one of them has had a problem with his car, and we don't know if we can risk taking it back to the valley. So I'm going to let Jonathan tell you what the make, model, year, miles of his car is and what the symptoms of his problem are. Sure, sure. Hi, Mark. This is Jonathan. Hi, Jonathan. Uh, All right, so I've got a... Sorry, go ahead. No, go right ahead. All right, so I've got a 2012 Nissan Altima, and uh, we were coming up the mountain to Prescott um, about... Three quarters of the way up, the pretty steep incline the whole way. Um, at some of the more, one of the more steep inclines, we started losing acceleration. It seemed like it wasn't kicking into lower gear to go up the hill. Um, so I had to pull off for a second, give it a rest, turn it off, turn it back on. Uh, it still seemed a little sluggish going up that hill. Um, once we kind of got over the, the steep inclines, uh, it did okay, but it just felt a little different. The check engine light came on and I got a torque converter clutch circuit intermittent uh, code when I downloaded that off of uh, the car. So just trying to see if it's something we need to take in now or if it might be able to get down to the valley first or just kind of your general thoughts on it. How many people were in the car? Four, which is not normal. I usually only have myself or me and my wife, but we were carpooling with a couple other people. So we had a we had full car with luggage and all that. Okay. Um, the, the torque converter clutch code could could mean that I the computer's talking out loud. I expected the it to unlock and downshift as you started up those hills, but it didn't. Who was driving it? Was were you driving, Jonathan? 
Yeah, I was driving. Okay. And when you were going up those hills, did you have your foot on the floor? Yeah, I was all the way to the floor. That's okay. That's okay. Now, you could have shifted it by manually shifting it. You could have taken a c- control of the shift lever itself and pulled it down one gear, and you could have done that. Um, during this period of time, did you ever smell anything unusual? I, not that I noticed. Uh-uh. Okay. I, I would say, heck, if I were in Prescott and you wanted to go back to Phoenix, I'd go with you, and I'd probably leave my tow card you know, in, in my truck. So I don't, I don't think that, that what, what it sounds like to me is, is that um, you ended up pretty much floorboard throttle um, all the way up, and I wish you would have just taken control of the shift points yourself. So you have a, a column shift, or is it on the on the center console? On the center console. Yeah. See, you you can take that shifter and pull it all the way down to the bottom, and then you that's like first gear, and then you click up second gear, and click up third gear, and so forth and so on. And oftentimes sure. there's an. I'm not sure if my car had that because all I saw because I kind of checked that because I thought it might be a low gear kind of problem, and I it only had the drive. I didn't see another gear for me to go down into. Okay. Do some of those cars have that and some don't? Because unless well, there's some other way that it can be downshifted. Well, d- does CVT transmission appear anywhere on the exterior of the car? CVT, constant velocity transmission? I don't think so. Okay. That's what I've noticed. All righty. Um, but on the shift console, it only has drive. It doesn't have any other designation or stopping points or what we call oh, indents. Huh? Yeah, not that I see. It It just goes, you know, straight up and down, and I see P-R-N-D. Okay. Are you in the car right now? No, it's, it's, it's not. Oh, it's, me right now. it's okay. It's okay. Well, I, I don't know that I'm real worried about this. I think that you had four people in a car, and I think that you probably were close to or on the floor most of the time when you were climbing into the Prescott area, and that, and that's kind of normal. And the okay. check in, engine light is yellow for a reason, and that means yellow is caution. It doesn't mean stop. So okay. anything anything red, like oil or an overheat red, that mm. means stop. But, no, yeah. I think you're, it's a good chance that on your way home you won't have any problem because you're obviously going downhill instead of right. uphill. Yeah. And um, I, I would just... Um, the, you know, the the shifter itself has an indent. It's a park, and then you push a button, and it pulls it down into reverse, and then you can go to neutral, and then you can push a button or a lever or a, something to go into drive. And that's right. usually below drive, there's some other gears. Yeah. And um, it's, a, it's really a matter of you manipulating the shifter itself. But if you could get it to where you can manually shift from one through third or one through fourth, yeah. um, and that way you could check to see if each one of those gears is there. But how many yeah. miles are on the Altima? That's the only thing we don't know yet. Yeah, 137,000. Okay. It Normally we see transmissions in the 150 to 200 range is when they start giving, giving up the ghost. And usually um, there's going to be a symptom that starts but doesn't ever disappear. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of the beginning of the end. Sure. But um, I, I, I don't know. I, like I said, <clears throat> you, do, you haven't given me anything that really upsets me and Okay. and suggests that your you or your passengers' lives are going to be in danger on the way back to Phoenix. So if I if I were with you, I'd be going with you. Okay. All right. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, appreciate it. All right. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. All righty. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. We have five lines, and now we have four lines open. But, Gil, who's next? Say hello to Don. Don, good morning. Good morning, Mark Salem. Uh, listen, I have a, a tooth. How are you? 
I, I'm good. good. I'm good. Okay, uh, I have an, an 01 GMC Sonoma 4-banger, 2.2, and uh, I'm uh, getting a, a weird rattle. It seems to be coming from behind the instrument panel, and it peaks out at about 3,000 RPM, and it uh, initially started with a, struck, a stuck throttle body, and it oversped the engine to up to around 6,000 RPM intermittently a couple of things. so i took it apart and cleaned it out with chem tool and stuff put it back together and uh it still had the problem and the tax needs to be sticking at about three thousand then it'll jump back down as soon as i lit off on the gas but anyway last night it, it stuck uh one time yesterday on the road i came home and i got real close and inspected it and i found uh about a six inch preformed uh, rubber hose leading off the back of the air box down to the valve cover that was flopping in the wind. Now, would that cause uh, throttle body malfunctions uh, if I connect that back up? Or what would you suggest? Is that a PCV valve in the valve cover? Well, I, I don't know. We, we're we're going to, I mean, your, your car, your engines is going to have the ability to draw fumes off of the engine and send them down through the throttle body and burn them again. So we're going to have a circle positive crankcase ventilator is one of them, PVC. PCV valve, positive crankcase ventilator. But yes, the answer is is absolutely you should hook the hose back up. If you can see that it came from here, then yes, hook it up. If, if it's not a good tight fit, then maybe get a little plastic tie and put it around there and tighten it up. Or if you've got hose, cut, cut off a, a half an inch on the end and put the the hose back on the nipple that it belongs on but none of that really none of that concerns me it's it's not uncommon for for um us to to uh and and what's really what's really (sighs) throttle bodies are are notoriously just perfect I, i i don't know the last time we took a throttle body apart for any reason whatsoever other than to replace the throttle position sensor or idle air control motor. But, but the throttle body is, is just not r- a real big deal. Um, you did it, has the throttle ever stuck? Has it ever not been responsive to you, the uh, throttle? It stuck three times intermittently uh, between gears. And then as soon as I put it in gear, let the clutch out, the throttle, the RPMs come down, and it runs normally again. But it just sticks wide open. Uh, out of out of uh, when I when it's uh, not under load, this it's only happened three times. Okay. But, uh, so what let me what I hear you saying is is that there are times when your foot's not on the gas at all, yeah. but but the RPMs are up as if your foot was on the gas. Yes. It's okay. Wide open. Yeah. All right. Well, that's an air leak. Almost always, that's an air leak. And if you have a vacuum line that interfaces between the engine and the man, the intake manifold and the throttle body. Then, then that un, uninhibited rise and idle is related to the air leak that you, that you just found. So, oh, okay. The PCV uh, valve, maybe. It, it could be the PCV valve, the PCV valve line. It could be just a simple uh, vacuum line that okay. goes from one place to the other. All right. And f- to 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 get an engine, a fuel injection engine, to 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 increase in speed, we give it air. So it's not uncommon for us to have an air leak um, on a, in the vacuum system of a gasoline-powered car and have the idle be uncontrolled. Yeah, yeah. 
So I think I think we're both on the same track that that hose needs to be reconnected. And okay. if you want to, um, you can disconnect the negative cable and just set it aside for three or four or five minutes, and that will reboot all the parameters on the computer. And it's kind of like a control-alt-delete on your computer on your desk. Oh, okay. And then, and then it forces on the battery and just let it sit there for a while. Yeah, the the the, the computer is going to go out and reestablish all the parameters. Yeah, so, so the uh, throttle body is, is uh, controlled by the computer. Oh well, the, your, your throttle blades are controlled by your foot. Yeah, and yeah. and then of course the and and as the air is is as we open the flap to uh, give the engine air, then the throttle the computer's job is to add fuel to that air to get you to move down the road. Oh, I see. Okay. So, but well, I'll but, do that. I'll connect the hose and uh, and uh, disconnect my battery for ten minutes or so, or half hour. No, you don't even need that far. I mean, five minutes okay. is fine. Just just okay, disconnect the battery and just take the negative cable off, set it aside for, you know, five, five minutes, ten minutes. Is, that's all you need. And then okay. just put it back on. Okay? If this solves the problem, I'll call you back and, and uh, tell you thank you for your help. Okay. All right. Okay. Then good enough. Thank you. Bye. All righty. Yeah. Um, we, it's, it's in the old days with carburetors, um, when we had a vacuum leak, it would bring the idle up a little bit because we're adding extra air to the motor. But in a throttle body, in, in a fuel-injected environment, the effect of a vacuum leak is, is slightly larger, so slightly bigger, and the effect of the RPM bounce is bigger. But it's no real big deal because neither way, it's not, it's not like you're going to put it in drive and the car's going to take off and go 100 miles an hour. That, that's not going to happen. It hasn't happened. I've not seen it happen, although I've seen th- stuck throttles on fuel-injected cars where people ultimately died because they couldn't get control of the car. It's, 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 it's always been a very easy-to-explain mechanical reason why that happened. I can remember one time where someone had taken the air filter off of a pickup truck, and um, they aspirated a bird in the ductwork by the grill where fresh air comes into the engine and through the air filter, but the air filter was gone, so the bird stuck into the throttle blades and caused the RPMs to, to end up to be about 60 miles an hour. And obviously, if that happens to you ever, all you do is shove it into neutral and just coast to the side of the road. And when you come to the stop, then shut it off. That's all you do. Just put your car into neutral. We don't care. The motor's going to be screaming. We don't care. We don't care. We don't care. Nobody cares. Just off to the side of the road. Turn the key off, and you're done. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road, We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf, and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. 
Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app, your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Real estate agents and Valley homeowners, are you armed with the most effective tips and techniques to help you accomplish your goals? Are you familiar with the cutting-edge strategies you should be using in this hot market? Tune in to The Real Estate Blueprint with experts Jay Macklin and Brett Saren every Saturday at 12 noon. Learn from successful real estate coaches about how to build a better business, succeed, and get the inside scoop on the Valley market. That's The Real Estate Blueprint with Jay Macklin and Brett Saren, Saturdays at 12 noon. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. I'm making beef sliders for my friend Sandy. Nana taught me to always pull meat off the grill early so it's extra juicy. Use a food thermometer to ensure ground beef is 160 degrees, or you could make people really sick. Sandy didn't think twice about the slider she ate until yoga class, when a nasty case of food poisoning turned her downward-facing dog into upward-moving lunch. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov and learn the steps Maria unwittingly leaves out. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. I'm real happy to share with you my list of the best car repair shops in the Valley. Um, I've been in the Valley since I was in high school, and that was in the 1970s. And I know a lot of shop owners, and I've been around the block a few times, and I can pretty much tell you who's a good shop and who isn't and probably why. But I only talk about the good guys on the show. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa, been around since 1970. Brian and Thelma both come from families that used to to sell gasoline in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. So Brian and Thelma have been around the gas station business, the service station business, the car repair business all their lives. So the only place in Mesa that has passed the muster the only place in Mesa that has, has all the credentials necessary to put me in a complete comfort zone and say to you, if you're in Mesa, the only shop I can recommend is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing, and they're on Main Street just east of Stapley. Richard, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Good. Um, I have uh, a, a unique situation. Uh, 2016 Outland, uh, Mitsubishi Outlander. SUV, all-wheel drive, 173,000 miles. About a month and a half ago, uh, I got in my car and started and wanted, you know, it started to take off. Well, I put the, I, I took it out of park and put it in the drive. Well, I put it into low gear, and I'm like, okay, well, I need to push it up. It wouldn't go into drive. Bottom line, the transmission cable had snapped. And there are some other linkage parts that were somehow damaged, broken, what have you. The interesting thing is when I had gone back to the dealership to get it repaired, they told me that Mitsubishi no longer makes the part. And I can go to a junkyard and get the parts. They'll pull it, put it in, and but no guarantee. The bottom line is I remedied it by buying a new vehicle but I have to get rid of the vehicle off their property. And I was just wondering, a car that relatively not that old, and they don't make parts any longer for it in the, you know, for the United States market, but they do make it for the Asian and European market. 
Well, um, <sighs> wow. It, this is not the first time I've heard this story in in, in, okay. in any way, shape, or form. Um, it there 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 is a lot of us out there that would hear what you just said and say that somebody is just playing games. Somebody wants to sell you a new unit. Somebody wants to take your car and put it back on the lot. There's lots of things that could be going on behind the scenes. So sure. and 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 to be honest with you, we can still find parts for cars from the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and so I'm real I'm I'm real struggling plus we've got a lot of Mitsubishi's in junkyards and there's lots of parts that are there and 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 changing your question around and saying when was the last time Mark you couldn't fix a car cuz they didn't make the part anymore it's it, it's never happened it just never happened gotcha so so I think what 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 you need to do how many miles did you have on this uh 173 okay um, and of course, there's there's there are some really good transmission shops in the valley that could could do this. But what what hap- typically happens is is that we we no longer have the the skill level necessary to rebuild them. So Mitsubishi will then make a transmission and it'll go in a crate and it'll and it'll be shipped to the dealer. And then if somebody needs a transmission, they just get the crated transmission. You can circumvent this whole thing by calling a couple of other service departments of other Mitsubishi dealers and just simply say to them I have this 16 Mitsubishi and uh, and it's an Outlander and it's an all-wheel drive SUV and I'm told it needs a transmission um, here's my name and phone number would you call me back and give me an estimate on the repa- replacement of my transmission thank you very much now if they say who's the one that told you that they didn't have the parts in it don't tell them the answer to that just say to them, that's what I was told. Face-to-face or on the phone, that's what I was told. Because a lot of times what they'll do is blame one another. And and, and in the independent gotcha. market and the chain store market, we do the same thing. I mean, it, it happens throughout the RN industry. But I'm willing to bet that with a little bit of work, you'll find that there's going to be a transmission in a crate somewhere in the United States that can be shipped here, and somebody can take your old one out and put the new one in, and you're done. So I, I'm quite gotcha. sure. I'm okay. 99% sure that that can happen. Um, I think somebody just. Um, I I I don't know why they say stuff like that. I don't know why. Okay, so just check around other dealerships and see who has it, who ha- would have that that part, etc. Yeah, and if you wanted to have fun with it, this is how it would sound. And I'm I'm Richard. Um, hi, um, my name's Richard, and I I was. I had some transmission problems with my Outlander and and da 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 da, and I took it to this transmission store here in town. And I guess they're well re- respected and world renowned, and and they do lots of transmission work. And they told me that I didn't have a choice; that I had to have this transmission. And if then one of two responses you'll get from the person on the phone that you're talking to: they're either going to jump all over that, or they're going to say that's craziness. You need to turn you refocus to some other shop. So we have a bad habit in, in the automobile industry of bad mouthing one another, depending on whose whose <laughs> ox is being gored. Um, but but if if you have if you have, and then the fun part about it is, and I this one lady did this, and I thought it was genius. She called back to the same store, and she ma- she told the story as if it was another store, and they jumped all over the other store, which really was 
their store. <laughs> she had them stepping wow. and fetching and dancing and and backing up and <laughs> managers are involved and all kinds of stuff. It was it was pretty comical, but um, I don't think I'd be willing to give up just yet. Um, and and if you want to send me an email, Mark at MarkSalem dot com. I'm I'm I, I'm happy to do one thing for nothing and give me your VIN number and I'll check to see if there is a transmission available anywhere in the state of Arizona that would plug right plug right in and play on your car. Okay. All right. And can I have your uh, email uh, address yeah. again, please? Yep. It's Mark with a K at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com, and I'll look and and uh, and then leave me your phone number too, and know that I'm going to call you on a blocked line for obvious reasons. So if I call on a blocked sure. line, I usually spill my guts and leave a message for you, and then I usually say, "Hey, I'll call you back in about ten minutes," and then uh, under the, those conditions, you'll answer the 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 blocked phone number and know it's me. So, but I'll, yeah. I'll help hey, you out Mark, with this. Thank you so much. All right, you're welcome. I Richard. appreciate it. You betcha. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Kurt's Auto Repairs, a shop that I have always been proud to be affiliated with. Kurt uh, is just a rock-solid guy, and ironically enough, his last name is Rock, <laughs> Kurt Rock. But he is really good. He's very honest. He's very dependable. He's very conscientious about what you're supposed to do in the auto repair industry. Plus, he has a, staff, a level of staff experience there that is in the top 5% of all the shops in the Valley, including my own. There are times that he's fixed cars that I've asked him to look at that I couldn't fix. So, Kurtz Automotive is a good guy. He's at I-17 in Bell, the northeast corner. He's been around since 1987. He does gas and diesel. He does all kinds of repair work. But each and every time that he's ever been my hero or my customer's hero or my radio caller's hero is when he just had to say, well, this is what the truth is, and this is what it's going to cost you. I can just tell you that I sent a lady that had been told she needed an engine, and Kurt fixed it with an oil pressure switch, and I think the bill was like 60 bucks. That's a big deal. That's a really, really big deal. And it's a really big deal that somebody out there is lying about what the car needs so they can butter their bread with a $5,000 engine. We'll be back right after this. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Celebrate and encourage life together September 17th with the year's most important women's event, Bold Awakening. Hosted by our sister station, Faith Talk 1360, and sponsored by Solar Sandy, September 17th from 6 to 8 p.m. in Highlands Church. Bold Awakening is packed with incredible speakers, including former television anchor Carrie Lake. Hi, everyone. I'm Carrie Lake. My faith is a big part of my life, and I'm so excited to share how God has graced me and what he's done for my family. 
from getting through the difficulties in life, and there are a lot of them lately, to bringing blessings into our world. Join Carrie Lake, Brandy Barclay, and many other influential voices with VIP packages, food trucks, and a step together into Bold Awakening. September 17th from 6 to 8 p.m. Tickets and event info at 960thepatriot.com. Sponsored by Solar Sandy and brought to you in part by Insong Kim and Stop Traffic Walk. It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust and Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Great socialism. They think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this. You can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Back everybody for 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. We're going to be here till noon talking about car, car repair questions and problems. The lines are wide open. The phone number is 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And you're welcome to call anytime you want. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, and then all you're going to do is give us your first name and tell us what kind of car you have and tell us what kind of problems that you're having with your car. It's that easy. Automatic transmission exchange has been around the Phoenix very Phoenix Valley area since 1968. Phil's going to be one of the first pe- persons I call on Monday morning to find out about this Mitsubishi. Supposedly, they don't make the transmission anymore for a car that's four or five years old. We hear that, and I don't remember it's ever been true, but there's a variety of reasons why it it would be said, and that is is to talk the person into a new car when really a new transmission is the better op- option. Nevertheless, Transmission automatic transmission exchanges on 40th Street in Washington. If you go up and down 40th Street or Jefferson, you're going to know where automatic transmission exchange is at because he's been there since uh, for a very, very long time. So it's one of the transmission shops that I suggest that you can go to for services, for leaks, for drivability concerns, stuff like that. It's the only one I've got in Phoenix that I can really point to and say, hey, they're good. That's automatic transmission exchange, 40th Street in Washington. 
602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. Last week we, we got off on a tangent, and it was one that Mark goes off on a lot, and that is the the idea that um, we're going to take your car and do stuff to it to make it perfect and all this other kind of stuff. One of the things that, that kind of drives me crazy is the idea that we're going to flush your fuel injection system, flush your injectors, we're going to clean up the inside of your engine, we're going to flush the oil system, we're going to flush the air system, we're going to do all this kind of stuff. And and what's why is that something that comes up on my radar screen every day? It's because it's very lucrative for us to sell that. It's something that has very little risk and a huge reward. There's nothing that can happen. We're going to plug in a bunch of hoses to your car. We're going to start your car, walk away. It's going to go through this big process and flush everything out and give you back a brand new engine. Nothing could be further from the truth, but nevertheless, that's the perception. Well, the 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 issue is when you take your car in for a repair or to a, sh- a repair shop and they want to sell you something, there has to be some kind of mechanism that you have to recognize and use. For instance, okay, I need, you're, you're saying that you want to spend $299 flushing my fuel system. Tell me what symptoms I have today that you're going to eliminate. Think about that question. How's that person on the other side of your window going to know the answer to that? It's, they, they don't have an answer for that because they don't drive your car. And they don't know anything about your car. The fact of the matter is, is that somebody says you need to have your co- your injectors flush. What they're talking about is flushing your wallet. They're talking about taking money that they don't really deserve to take. They're not telling you, oh, well, you have a hesitation first thing in the morning, and it probably doesn't go away for the first five miles. And when you come to a traffic light, it probably idles rough. And then if it idles rough, and then when you go to stab the throttle to take off when the light turns green, it falls on its face. And you say, none of that applies to me. None of it. I don't have any of the symptoms that you just described. I don't have those. So it, in our industry, what we've got now is, is we, the days of the 3,000-mile oil change are gone. We're now into the 5, 7, 8,000-mile, um, 15,000-mile range on oil changes. So we, we used to take a peek at your car every 3,000 miles. You'd bring it in every 3,000 miles for an oil change, and we were supposed to check the fluids, the belts, the hoses, the tires. We're supposed to look it over, and we're supposed to advise you of things that you're going to be, something that you're going to need to deal with in the future. You've got a small little oil leak here, or you've got a radiator hose that's starting to swell up over here, or you've got a little bit of a, a, a rubber bushing here that's starting to come apart. Those are the kinds of things. Well, today, with many of your cars, and as you well know it, some of the cars are are in between 7,500 and 15,000 mile oil change intervals. That means we only see you once a year. If we only see you once a year, our industry has a bad habit of making up stuff so that we can appropriately give you a service haircut. We, we can we can sell you things that you don't really need and cr- create the perception that this is what's in your best interest and your car's going to love you and your car's never going to break down. And, and as long as I do this, last week we got off on a tangent, and I must admit, Mark got off on a tangent, and, and, and we started talking about <laughs> that we were going to change the air in your tires. 
And because fresh air has got to be better than the air that's 10 years old inside your tires. And I'm being facetious here. I'm making a joke. We also talked about the driver's seat. We were going to create and, 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 and invent a piece of equipment that you, you placed on the seat of the driver's seat. And it would desanitize and it would clean up the driver's seat. Because as you can expect, the number one place, the dirtiest place in the car is the driver's seat because that's the one that gets used the most. Obviously, the car doesn't go anywhere unless there's a butt in the driver's seat. <laughs> so, so we got off on this tangent about you know sanitizing the driver's seat and changing the air in your tires and, and all this other kind of stuff. And, and this is just because our industry, um, they make cars really good today. And we don't do a lot of maintenance and a lot of repairs on them for the first 100,000 miles. And as a result of that, now we're making up stuff that you need to have done to your car when really it doesn't appear in your owner's manual. And that's the default. Why don't you show me in my owner's manual where it says that you are going to desanitize my driver's seat and that's going to be a good thing for me? Show me in my owner's manual. But I'm making a joke about desanitizing the, the driver's seat. I'm making a joke about changing the air in your tires. But that's how ridiculous our industry gets when we start talking about those kinds of things. 602-508-0960. We'll be back in a minute. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This is attorney William J. Wolfe host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday on Middle East Radio Forum, we will address the seven most important things that every supporter of Israel must know. The topic, Israel and the Middle East, things you never knew, you never knew. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth partying with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. You've never done anything so hard in your life. You don't understand how you can finish. It takes inner strength and desire to become a Marine. When I, I finished, I was like, I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. 
Well, welcome back, everybody. 43 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday, we're here from 10 o'clock till noon talking about car and car repair questions and problems. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We have two callers on the line. But real quick, let me tell you about a, a shop. These are shops that I have personally picked to be really good shops because they were already good shops, and that's Larry Harker's Auto. 38th Avenue and Indian School's been around since Jesus was a baby. They know what they're doing. They're honest and they're dependable. When you walk in the front, you're going to meet... Um, uh, <laughs> oh, you're going to meet Ellen. I, I'm looking at paperwork and I shouldn't be I should be focusing on my on telling you about them but Ellen's the front counter Bob her husband works the shop and the two of them are a pair that know all about car repair so if you have a car with a problem and it barks on Thursday at noon and nobody else can find it Harker's Auto 38th Avenue and Indian School would be the place I would send you Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue Indian School, because this is the kind of stuff that they excel in, as well as oil changes, tire rotations, fresh spark plugs, that kind of stuff. But when it comes to tracking something down, Harker's is one of the top shops in the valley that can actually track down problems and fix them. All right, let's go to the phones, and thank you very much, Scott, for holding. How can I help you? Yeah, good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Mark, uh, I've got a silly question. Um, I've got some... Uh, Old GL5 uh, gear oil, 7590 and 6590, or 7590 and 8590 gear oil for your third member, your rear end. Can I be safe to mix the two when I want to uh, use it? Um, and, and one of them is a 6590 and the other is a 7590? No, it's a seventy-five ninety and a eighty-five ninety. Okay. Uh, I like to know if I can mix the two. I have a few half, a few bottles that are half full, and I like to know if I can mix the two. And 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 are you going to put this in the in, in a manual transmission in a transfer case? Or are you going to put it in a differential? In the, in, in the rear end. Okay, and the answer is yes. You can mix them. I can mix them. Okay. Yes. All right. And it doesn't matter if it's uh, one bottle is. Uh, Napa and the other two are uh, uh, Valvoline. I can still do that. No, you can still do that. First of all, there's um, there's only about four or five companies that make oil, and and they just put them in different bottles for everybody else. So okay. when when it when you when you get down to it and and you look at at uh, let me just tell you right now the the four major companies that um, that are really involved in the production of oil from from taking Mother Nature oil out of the ground and putting it in your car is Mobile, Shell, Phillips 66, and Chevron. Those are the four guys. Most everything comes from one of their manufacturing plants. Okay. So, okay. And the answer is, is you, you, it's not going to make any difference at all. And it doesn't matter who makes it? Just No, it doesn't. Oh, all right. That sounds great because I just, I just don't want to throw it. I mean, you know what I mean. If it's just sitting there, I'm not, if I can mix it, I would like to mix it. Well, it's not going to go bad, and it, it's a gear oil, and so it's not like an engine oil. It's it doesn't have a detergent in it. It's a gear oil, and all its job is is is, is to get in between the two teeth that are pushing on one another right. and not squeeze out. So exactly. all we're doing is is we're coating the gears that ring and pinion in your differentials with this oil because the, it's an oil bath situation where as the ring is spinning, the ring gear is spinning, it's splashing oil all over inside that that housing. And and that's it. So no, you're you're not gonna. It, I mean, 
if you, if you, if you're really going to fret about it, then go take it down to the local auto parts store and tell them it's used oil and buy a brand new bottle yeah. of whatever. But okay. if I if I were with you, um, or if that was in my inventory, I'd use it. That's what I'd do. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. You betcha. Um, so Andy, you're next. Hey, Mark. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Hey, uh, just a quick question for you. Just a clarification. Um, if I remember right, it's been a while since I've looked at a uh, an owner's manual, but uh, don't the manufacturers recommend flushes at certain intervals uh, in their cars or vehicles? And, and if so, are you saying that those aren't necessary or... You want to clarify that? Yeah. No, there, there, is, there is lots of fluids that have specific and defined uh, time stops or when you f- change them and flush them and, and, or, or remove them. So we, transmission services, we're going to take the filter and the fluid, power steering systems, um, gear oil, uh, differentials, transfer cases. They all have that. What I'm objecting to is 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 my industry makes up a lot of stories and a lot of different stopping points that don't exist, and they create the perception that you need to have your your fuel injectors flushed. Really and truly, there is nothing in any of these owner's manual I've seen in the last ten years that says you need to flush your fuel injectors. And you know why? Yeah, it's I- because it's kind of like a spark plug. If it starts missing, fix the damn thing. Okay, that's all there is to it. <laughs> just fix it. Exactly. <laughs> so Alrighty. there is. Yeah, just there's nothing. To clarify that. Thank you. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah. It, it, there's there's a whole lot of flushing going on, and the only thing that's that's really good about the flushing um, is that the shop's making a lot of money flushing um, a lot of the fluids in your car, and really there's no benefit to you whatsoever, and uh, and. And, and we're not going to fix anything, and we're not going to make your car love you more, and we're not going to ensure that your car won't break down. All of that is just pure bull you-know-what. There's just no way your car has a mind, and it's going to love you and never break down if you keep flushing all the fluids that the, that your system holds. So that's just not going to happen. All righty, Andy? We got Andy? Actually, we were done with Andy. Say hello to Tom. Tom. Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. Uh, I'm going to Tom, and I, I just got done Tom's talking to Andy, and I know that, but I was looking at the wrong piece of paper. Okay, Tom, what can I do for you, buddy? Yes. Um, I'm looking for if you get any recommendations on salvage yards for getting used parts for uh, the body parts themselves, you know, like front bumpers or anything like that. Well, you just get on the Internet and... And um, and you, there's a variety of groups that um, you know a bunch of shop, a bunch of uh, salvage yards are under the same umbrella, and you just go onto their website. And if you're looking for a hood for a specific vehicle, then you look for the hood, and then you, they'll usually send you a picture of it. And you and it, and it may or may not need some work on it, so it's not crumpled up, but it's. It did take a softball in the center of the hood uh, on a softball game uh, seven years ago. So you're going to have one dent on the top of the hood that you're going to have to fix before it turns into a pristine hood. Right. So, but, right. but there's no there's no place that you can go to get that. What's that? Yeah. I didn't know if you'd have any recommendations on any no. money being any better or anything like that. 
Well, uh, we, we, we are in that environment a lot. We do look, and we have a parts department, and I know Jeff and Sean, they'll, they'll find out exactly what they want, and typically it'll have a number associated with it that will be a universally accepted number that this particular number means that this is a, fits on a 63 Corvair. Right. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff. And so once you identify the part number, then you can go out there and start hopscotching around on the Internet. But there's a lot of people that have their inventory on the Internet, and you can do comparisons. Oh, wait a minute. This color is almost exactly the color I need. I should right. probably get right. this one as opposed to this guy's over here. So it's okay. not that hard. It's just shopping on the Internet, and, and, um, and, and, right. and once you get the right. OEM part number, you'll be better off. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Yep. Thanks. All right. You betcha. You betcha. After uh, the, the the used part junkyard kind of market is a big market. There's lots of good parts out there. Parts that you can save a lot of money on when you're when you're going to to uh, to start fixing your car. We oftentimes buy used parts because a they're available. B the new part is expensive, and the I can buy a used part. And I can check it, and then I can install it, and I can put new wheel bearings on the spindle assembly. That's one that we just did here recently. And, and put it all back in, and everything is fine. And so we're, we're, we're confident that this is the right part. And in reality, um, you'll figure out real quick if it's not the right part because it just won't fit. And um, it just takes a little bit of seasoning to understand that you're not going to make it fit. If it doesn't fit, if it doesn't look exactly the same as the one you took off, then you need to, to, uh, to give that one back and, and have somebody else look up the part number for you again. Anyways, 602-508-0960, If you have a car question or a car problem, you're welcome to, uh, to give us a call, and we'll do the best we can with respect to who, who it is that, uh, that we can send you to or refer you to. The whole purpose of this is to empower you as the car owner to ask the right questions or to hold the shop's feet to the fire. The most important part of our industry is, is maintenance and keeping your car in good shape, but we can over-maintain it, and that benefits me as a shop owner. That doesn't benefit you. So if I can talk you into flushing your, your transmission fluid twice a year, that really benefits me, and it does absolutely nothing for you. Nothing. So all the winner of that particular conversation is me because I get to do it twice, and there's no risk and reward. And that's what it's all about with car repairs, risk and reward. So if I can cock you into flushing your transmission, serves flushing your transmission twice a year, then with newer fluid, there's a good chance the transmission is going to last slightly longer than it would otherwise had you not changed the fluid. So there is a benefit to doing it, but then there's... What happens when I decide to try to talk you into doing it? Let's do it two times a year. And, and if we flush the transmission, and of course it's a three or $400 job, but if we flush the transmission twice a year, then there's a good chance it's never going to go bad. Well, that's just not true. That's just not true. There's too many pieces inside of a transmission that can fail that cause the whole transmission to turn into a just nothing where you're on the side of the road and you have neutral and park, and that's all you have. You don't have drive or reverse. So those are the issues that you have. All righty, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We're going to come back with another hour of fun, and during that period of time, we're going to be talking about car repair. And you can ask questions, and I'm really good with respect to answering 
or talking about a dispute between a husband and a wife. Now, I remember one time, the one of the biggest disputes that we ever had on radio, and I've been doing radio in the Valley since 1988, was whether you should put your car in neutral at a traffic light or not. That just got legs of its own. That became a whole issue all of its own. And and it's I'm surprised that it hasn't come up before. But the discussion was evenly distributed between those that knew and those that thought they knew. And everybody picked a side, but in reality, at the end of the day, putting your car into neutral at a traffic light, and then when the light turns green, putting it into drive and leave, there is no substantial benefit to doing that at all, period. You're not going to save any money. You're not going to save any fuel economy. You're not going to save any wear and tear on the transmission. All you're going to do is wear out the transmission linkage a little sooner than you would otherwise have because you're going to be moving it in and out of gear every time you come to a traffic light. So you're going to go from drive to neutral and wait till it turns green and then go back down to drive. Well, I suggest that that's a huge waste of time. I suggest that you just put your foot on the brake and wait till the light turns green and then hit the gas and go. But those are the kinds of issues that we've often had is, is what's beneficial and who's it beneficial to. And that's the big deal. So the manual, your owner's manual in your car is written for the car. You should follow that. And no one should supersede that. No one should talk you out of that. No one should tell you you should change your ways. Um, well, you're in Arizona. I know, but see, the car was, the manual was written for Arizona people. There's no such thing as an Arizona owner's manual for a car or a truck or a motorhome or a boat or whatever. There's no such thing. The manual was written by the people that built the car, and they're saying, we think you should do the transmission services every 35,000 miles, not every year, which is 12 to 15,000 miles, every 30,000. Usually that's every two years for most people. So it's that's that's the hard part. The hard part is is that who is benefiting if we speed up your maintenance program? Who benefits the most? And I can promise you the answer is not you. The only person that benefits by speeding up any kind of maintenance interval is the shop. It's not going to make your transmission last longer. No one knows when the light bulb's going to burn out in your transmission or in your air conditioning compressor or anything like that. Nobody knows when that light bulb burns out. The bottom line is it can be tomorrow, and nobody knows in advance that that's going to happen. So those are the kinds of issues that you have. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and you're welcome to join us any way you want. And it's every Saturday. We're here from 10 to 12 talking about cars. And Gil is the engineer. He's the one that answers the phone. And he says, hi, do you want to talk to Mark? And then you say yes. And then he takes your name. And then he whispers it into my ears. And then I put you on my piece of paper. And I call your name when it's your turn. Right now, we don't have anybody waiting. So the line is wide open. 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem. Gil is the engineer. He's the one that makes sure I hit all my marks. And we talk about his car and my car. But we also talk about are wise. But that's not going to be something we're going to do in public because both of us know that that's just really a very bad idea. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.